On my own, bossed up, got a car and a home, and I did it on my phone. I'ma show you how to get it strong, get the bag, and it don't take long, and you don't need a loan. You don't need a boss or a master. Get the right team, and it's faster. This a new chapter. Gotta learn the business in the game. Every day, new money, new change. Adapt to the lane. It ain't about the bread, but the brain. Work hard, play hard, new fame. No more chains. No more chains. No more chains. I'm finna go live, put my nine to five Finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave, so I went to good die I'm finna go live, put my nine to five Finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave, so I went to good die I'm finna go live on IG Sorry, but a nine to five, it's not me I'ma do myself until I-D-I-E You already know the vibe when I speak, do not speak cause the 20 months made 91k What you doing 40 hours I can do in one day With digital real estate that I own All I need is Wi-Fi and my phone Get into it, pursue it, I show you how to do it You got a gift inside you but you never knew it Let me put you in the game, I've been a coach Everything I do is dope, man, I'm finna go live Put my 9 to 5, finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave so I went to the dive I'm finna go live, put my 9 to 5 Finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave so I went to the dive Went to the Brother BNX and Young Kinda Done. Brother BNX and Young Kinda Done. Assalamu alaikum, family. Let me know if y'all can hear me and see me. All right, let's open up in prayer. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, shall I be turned unto thee, striving to be upright, to him who originated the heavens and the earth, and I'm not among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, and my death are all for Allah, the lowest of the worlds. No social has he this I am commanded, and I am of those who submit. O Allah, thou art the King, there is no God but thee, thou is my Lord, and I am thy servant. I've been unjust to myself, and I confess my faults. So please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against faults but thee. And guide me into the best of morals, for none can guide me into the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals, for none can turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals but thee. And all I bless Muhammad and bless the true followers of Muhammad is that they bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham, for surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. And Allah make Muhammad successful and make the true followers of Muhammad successful as that they make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful. But surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. Amen. <clears throat> All right. Today we're going to be discussing the importance 
of faith. The importance of faith with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Before we open up with this, um, you know, Scripture says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not yet seen. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. And when I think about faith and the type of faith that many of us should acquire if we don't have it, is the faith of Noah. God gave Noah a, a task to do in building the ark in an area where they have not witnessed rain. They have not seen a, a, a reason for an ark. But he had to build something to prepare for something that has not even been seen before. There was family members, friends, people in his own community that mocked him, that didn't believe him. Although what he was doing was not just beneficial for himself, it was beneficial for them as well. Imagine how he felt knowing that this assignment, that what I'm getting is directly from God. Now, many of us, we may be doing something ain't got nothing necessary to do with the God. And so, you, you know, but he got something that I'm talking about. This is this directive is from the God. And he's having to face persecution. And then the time period he had to do it. Decades, 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 decades at a time. He has to continue dealing with this and building something that, man, only really he believes maybe, right? Uh, now, you may not be building no art, but sometimes God has revealed something to you that only you can see. You got the vision. Not everybody else got the vision. They won't believe it till they see it. What type of faith do you have to have to build something knowing this ain't never been seen by nobody? So now, not only do I have to have faith, but I maybe I really don't even have the support system that I think I need because I, I ain't got nobody. You know how we are when we building a business. Oh, my mama don't support me. My family don't support me. Oh, you know, they hating on me. You know, so we feel a certain type of way because family don't support. But Noah, man, they, mama ain't never seen that. Daddy, cousin, wife ain't never seen that. So you on your own. What type of faith do you got to have to be building something like that? So um, that's what we're going to be. Well, that may not be what we're discussing today. I don't know if I've seen this lecture before, honestly. Uh, but I just want to start that off because that's a that's a that's a certain type of type of faith, the faith of Job, to be going through what he went through, have everything stripped from him as you, but his life and never cursed to God. I take it. I take it. Come on, whatever you're gonna bring to me, I still got faith in my God. And he was rewarded for that. And it's not gonna always be a day. Hey, man, it is what it is. It may be a week, a month, years. You'll get your award, man. Because really, you, you, 
It's but this is between you and God. As the minister said yesterday, I heard him. It's one of the points I wanted to point out. I forgot to point out. He said, "Man, we passing by. Yeah, we may get to 70, 60, 100, but we passing by. That's nothing compared to the infinity of time. A hundred and twenty is nothing compared to how long we've been here as a people. So Allah is the only reality." So, yeah, you want to please people and you want to make people happy and you want to do this and do that. But Allah is the only reality, man. The real relationship is between you and God. So seek refuge in the God. Worship only the God. And if you know God is pleased with you and God knows, then, hey, keep on building. Keep on going. Those who are coming, those who are going to become believers and those who are going to have faith, they'll come. They'll, they'll get on that boat, you know, over time. If they start seeing a little rain up there. Yeah, but, you know, you just got to have, have some faith. So that's how I want to start this off. Let's go ahead. And I know y'all didn't come here to hear me. So let me uh, <laughs> let me turn the minister on. Give me, give me, give me a few seconds here. Here we go. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. We thank him and we give him praise for all that he does and continues to do for his creation. God is ever mindful of our needs. And sometimes we may think he's late in coming. But he always shows up on time. And he gives us what we need. Not only what we want, but what we need. We thank him for Moses and the Israelite prophets that gave us the Old Testament. We thank him for Jesus and the apostles that gave us the New Testament. We thank him for Muhammad who gave us the Quran. Peace be upon all of these worthy servants of God. I am a student of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and I could never thank Allah enough for his coming in the person of Master Farad Muhammad to whom praise is due forever for giving us a man to lead and teach and guide us after 400 years of mistreatment and misteaching that has caused us to be other than ourselves. 
God does love us. And he wants to guide us in a way that no people ever before have been guided. Because of our unique suffering, not because we were wicked or evil, but he wanted to put us in the furnace of affliction that he might purify us and make us the cornerstone of his kingdom. A tried stone like the master himself. So I'm happy and honored to be here with my brother with his lovely wife and family. And I can tell you I have enjoyed my worship service so far this morning. And I pray that what God puts on my heart will be pleasing in his sight and comforting to your ears and your souls I greet you with peace we say it in the Arabic language assalam alaikum which means peace be unto you you know I I just enjoyed so much this southern touch this morning <laughs> I want to thank our choir director. Boy, I have never. <laughs> and he, he is so energetic and so, so full of the spirit of what he does. See? And he brings from them. What is in them, he... He pulls it out. Thank you for a beautiful morning. Thank you. I'm always, I'm always happy to come home. And after my meeting with Pastor Barrett, I prayed and I thought, what will I say to the saints that are gathered there on the Sunday that I am to speak? And one word just kept pounding in my head over the last several days. And that word is what I want to talk on today it is called faith. Now, there's a biblical dictionary meaning, and there's a Webster dictionary meaning. I'll start with the worldly look at faith first and then go to God. 
faith according to Webster means to urge to be convinced faith is an unquestioning belief that does not require proof or evidence some of us need proof you know like Thomas you know is this you Lord have you really been read well I got to see proof well that's why they called him doubting Thomas he didn't have that measure of faith he needed proof he needed evidence but according to Webster faith is an unquestioning belief that does not require proof or evidence it is complete trust confidence or reliance Mm. well after reading that I looked up the definition of proof and evidence proof is a testing or trying of something anything serving or tending to establish the truth of something is the proof of that thing Evidence is something that makes another thing evident. So this morning, with God's guidance and help, I want to talk to us about our faith. You say, well, I'm a Christian. No, 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 no. I'm a Muslim. No, 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 no. That's what you subscribe to. Faith didn't come with your religion. Faith was before you had a knowledge of religion. Faith was present. I'm going to prove my points. Yes, bear with me. Of course, the Bible, I think it's Paul who gives us a definition. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence not seen. So faith is substance. And anything that is substance is real. See, if your faith is substance, but it's substance in a spiritual realm, not yet manifest. But if you have faith, then that which you desire, the substance is the hope that you want the vision that you see you will be able to bring it into existence faith is not for kings and rulers and powerful people alone 
faith is a gift from God to every human being. You were born with it. It doesn't have a name. Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, Hindu. No, 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 no. Faith does not have a name. In mean to it. Faith is what it is, but you can't say my faith is. What is this faith? Let's, let's go after it. You're born with it. It is a gift of God to every human being. And if that human knows how to exercise that gift, then there is nothing. I'm going to say it again. There is nothing that you desire of good in this life that he won't give it to you and give you the power to give it to yourself. Now watch this. A baby is born. And the first sound that it makes is a cry. That cry is the baby's first prayer. As we go older, we say, and I cried unto the Lord. Sister was singing so beautifully, the choir. I cry sometimes. Because we've been in a heck of a condition that we cry. Not only sometimes, we, we've been crying a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But when you cry, it's because you already know, as a baby, you expect an answer. When the baby cries, somebody's there. The baby don't know it consciously. The baby doesn't see it. But the baby instinctively knows I'm crying. Somebody is going to answer my cry. And somebody comes, washes the baby, comforts the baby, swaddles the baby. Hmm? That's. Now watch this. A baby is born. And the first sound that it makes is a cry. That cry is the baby's first prayer. As we go older, we say, and I cried unto the Lord. Sister was singing so beautifully the choir. I cry sometimes. Because we've been in a heck of a condition that we cry. Not only sometimes, we've been crying a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But when you cry, 
is because you already know as a baby you expect an answer when the baby cries somebody's there the baby don't know it consciously the baby doesn't see it but the baby instinctively knows I'm crying somebody is going to answer my cry and somebody comes washes the baby comforts the baby swaddles the baby hmm? that's the first act of faith watch this then you put the baby on mother's breast you, you can't ask the baby what is that the baby can't talk and tell you what that is but it's glad And you don't have to tell the baby what to do. The baby just starts pulling. Them little lips working. Because faith is the substance of what it hopes for. But the evidence is not yet seen. But the baby keeps on pulling. Keeps on hoping and then comes some milk and the babies say well this is all right see what faith produced now look if in your first few days on God's planet you exercised faith and were fed by that faith what has happened as we mature do we mature in faith to know that whatever need we have the God we serve is the supplier of all our needs so if faith is present and the substance of that faith is real then what you hope for is on the way now does God have faith or is it just us that he's asking for faith does he have it hmm. well when I looked in my Bible because you know as a Muslim we read the Bible very very much and the Quran any word that comes from God we feed on it as we all should God is not as narrow as we are <laughs> you you and I have a, a limited vision of God you know he's only with us and you get shook up when you meet somebody that's not of your particular 
persuasion. But got faith. <laughs> so I went to the book called Genesis because every day is a chance for a new beginning. We come out of yesterday. God blessed us to come into today. How can we make today better than yesterday and fulfill in this day that which gives us the promise of a better tomorrow? So I asked God. I said, well, God, tell me something about yourself and your faith. He said, well, in the beginning... There was no one but me. So I couldn't have faith in something else. Because then it would be greater than I. So I had to have faith in me. Ooh, ooh. The book says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water, and God said. Well, he wasn't talking to you. He wasn't talking to me. We weren't there. So who was he talking to? He had a conversation with himself. He said, let there be light. Well now, that's pretty powerful. That he believed so strongly in his own ability to bring into reality what he envisioned. He said, let there be light, and light appeared. My goodness. Then he said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. See, he was just seeing it and saying, be. Oh, wait, 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 wait. See, what is be? Be, be. Be. See? Well, you can do that too. There's something that you want, you have to say be. That means you see it, you believe that you can do it, then you on your faith and you bring it God acted on his own faith and in six days according to the book he created all of this the Quran says it a little differently not six thousand years but six different periods of time whatever is here and when we got here we met it 
Now, God don't have to say to us, uh, did I prove something? The fact that we are here in his creation and we personally had nothing to do with it, then a superior power created what we uh, came to birth in. Now we're here, born with the gift of faith. Say, well, yeah, but that's God. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But then he said, after doing all this wonder, he says, uh, hmm. and there was no man to till the ground. Well, what you going to do about it, God? I'm going to make a man. That's interesting. And he made the man according to the book after his own likeness and in his own image. Well then, what are you crying about? Why are you talking like somebody that don't have the power to change reality? What is the matter with you that you have grown old in faithlessness? So you can only talk about heaven, but you can't turn the hell of your life into heaven. Yes, you can. Now listen. This God, he said he created us in his image after his likeness. David the psalmist comes back and says, ye are all God's children of the most high God see and the thing that brings you into your godly powers is this thing called faith now you know I looked at this thing with Cain and Abel you know and I was kinda disturbed a little because it it appears that God needed a man to till the ground and he, he gets Adam and Adam messes up of course but he gets Cain and Abel and Cain is the elder and then God asked them to present something to him and Cain says oh, well yeah he works the ground well, that's what God wanted somebody to till the ground and he brings a gift to God from his work on the ground Abel the younger brother brings a gift of a lamb he didn't do the work the ram did But 
what the earth anybody from the south y'all know ain't nobody have to tell you you know that farming is hard work that's why you ran away from the south didn't even keep the land that your grandmom and grandpapa will to you you let it go because farming especially when you farming for somebody else that's rough stuff so I rather let the ram do the work you know what I'm saying and he brings a lamb to God and God the book said didn't accept what Cain brought from the ground but he accepted what Abel brought of a lamb now Cain is upset what do you want from me God you, 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 you needed somebody to till the ground I'm here I till the ground I, I sweat hard sweat got up early in the morning went to bed late at night and I brought you the best that I could produce and you don't accept this but you accept that I'm mad as you know what so the God looks at Cain and he says now he's talking to the boy it's a wonderful thing to have God talk to you but let me tell you something he talks to us too we don't listen well but he does communicate with his creatures now watch this Cain why is your countenance fallen why are you angry sin lieth at the door the boy should have said well look God yeah 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 my countenance fell I'm angry but I'm angry because I work hard as you know what and I brought this thing to you and, and, and you rejected me see if he had asked a question he would have got an answer I'm not rejecting you Cain I favor you because you brought me something from hard work and sweat but the reason I accepted a lamb was because at the end of the world that came into being from your father's rebellion I'm gonna choose me a lamb that will bring in a brand new world but you see Cain couldn't see that far and he didn't have sense enough to question God so he relied on his own what understanding he leaned on his own understanding kept his anger and then went out and killed his brother he didn't have faith in the God that gave him life and gave him a word 
Now, all that we read that happened in Genesis is informing us of when Jesus comes into the world, what is going to be required for Jesus to bring about a brand new world. See, this is not his world because you didn't make it his. Oh, I shouldn't say you. I should say we. <laughs> we still waiting on Jesus to make the world better. But he put you here. He put me here. He put us here. What are you crying about? You don't like the world? You don't like what the world has done to you? Fine you gonna do about it you mean I can do something about it let's see in the Quran belief and faith are considered light l-i-g-h-t and unbelief is considered darkness so when you have your problems and God is going to help you have some problems and then you're going to help yourself creating problems and the problems that God permits and we create often brings darkness into our lives darkness in our homes darkness in our business so when darkness comes you can't move you have to wait for light so if the light of faith is burning in your heart I don't care how dark it gets you can always see your way through if you got faith now watch now see times are getting rough I mean four dollars and fifty cents for a gallon of gas and you see see I chose Life Center Church but I live and I can't I better <laughs> the weather turned crazy but that's God flooding out the corn crop so food now is higher the feed the corn feed that they feed the lambs the, the, the cows the steer the hogs sorry it's gone up now so if you're buying a piece of meat you're gonna pay more for it you're buying a piece of fish you're gonna pay more for it you're buying a tomato you're buying just vegetables that yesterday you took for granted gone up some of you are blessed with land around your home but you won't plant anything it's hard work tilling the ground. 
But you know what? If you planted something in your backyard, you would get more from it than the finest supermarket. Do you know why? Because what's fresh from the ground is full of life. And it gives life to you. But by the time it comes from California and other places and even out of the country, they had to fix it to make it look nice. Fix it. It looks so appealing to your eyes. But the stomach, this is why we have high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, because we let other people feed us and we've run away from feeding ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, this uh, idea of faith, see, in times of trial, you know, my dear brother, Pastor Barrett, his lovely wife, Cleo, and the family, and the church family, we lost a daughter, a sister, a beautiful soul. That sometimes can challenge your faith. Well, God, where were you? My child died in an accident. There was a fire in my home and some of my children got lost. God, where were you? I had a problem and Osama bin Laden, they say, sent some terrorists and blew up the World Trade Center and thousands died. And, and where were you, God? That God is always present. But that doesn't mean he's not going to allow the devil to try us. Because if faith is not strong and then doubt creeps in, then the power that comes from faith is weakened. It's like a short circuit in the light switch. It hit and miss, it hits and miss. But if your faith is strong, now listen good, there is no life that God won't test with misfortune. Some of us have children that are drug addicts. Some of us have reared our young girls like that royal princess this morning with a church upbringing. But you can't keep them here if they don't desire to be here. After they get to a certain age, the world starts pulling, see? Now, daughter that grew up in the church, daughter that grew up in the mosque, daughter that grew up in the synagogue, daughter is on the corner now. 
and you're hurting God why me I've been faithful I tithe I does my part why you do this to me and God should say to you why not who the hell do you think you are that I can't try you when you call on the name of my son and I tried him are you better than Christ talk to me were you there when they were scourging him were you there when they were beating him when they spit in his face were you there when a good man was evil spoken of were you there if I would permit the world savior to go through that and you say you are one of his followers then why can't you bear your burden and not lose faith and if God chooses to try you with an affliction are you greater than Job? When I was laying on my deathbed, I never asked God to spare my life. Because my life is his. He gave it to me. And if I got cancer, I was trying to live a good life, eating good food. Well, why did I get it? Well, why shouldn't I get it? How would I know what others are suffering? The man of God is not free or immune from suffering. That's why Jesus is called the suffering servant. So what are you crying about? We who are from the South, we saw our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents go through a lot. But they always preached and kept their faith even though they were suffering greatly. They wanted you to get an education because they thought education was the key to success in the white man's world. So you got education and got dumber. You got a master degree, a doctorate degree, and have lost faith. So you got a degree and are not producing nothing. They don't give out faith in college. 
They don't strengthen faith in college. It's the word of God that got to feed the faith that you were born with so that you grow up in faith to become a reflection of the God himself. This is not just pastor's ability or my ability or Barack's ability. It's your ability. Some men get carried away with themselves and they're, they're looking for people to worship them. And some of us are so silly, really silly, that you start worshiping your leaders. when your leader may not be as good as you. Jesus didn't want people to worship him. Uh-oh. And he was the best among all human beings. He was doing miracles. I mean, just magnificent things. And when they said, good master, he said, wait, wait, why call it thou me good? It's none good but the Father. See? He said in John, God is a spirit. And those who worship him, not me, Jesus talking, him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now I'm about to fix this. Jesus had some pretty weak disciples. Sorry about that. They were some trifling people. Poor Jesus. He had to be saddled with these trifling folk. But he was the master. He was the teacher. So the teacher has to have patience to grow the disciple because the disciple has the same power that the master has. And the master is showing the disciple how to access the power that he has. Not that you worship him, but that you follow him. Now watch. Some of these trifling disciples, you know. He's sending them out to do the work. Hey, man, I ain't got no money, you know what I mean? I need a new suit, you know. I, I ain't got a nice place to live. I, I can't be bothered with the word, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so some of us become pimps. Jesus pimps. Muhammad pimps. See, where Christ becomes a business. No reflection here. I'm making a general statement that all of us who preach can be included in. 
if I preach him well I can live well but is that my purpose what did God raise me for it is to turn you into him by an example okay so the disciples said oh gee I just can't make it here watch Jesus now he says oh ye of little faith I, he said look 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 at the lilies they toil not neither do they spin but but God takes care of them look at this look at that how God takes care of do you do you think he won't take care of you and you are one of his own Ooh. now now I'm, I'm coming to you times is hard gas bills high my God electric bill high phone going up oh Lord what am I gonna do what am I gonna do I can't tithe anymore because I, I'm weak in my pocket and oh Lord oh shut up if you really believed in Jesus if you really believe that God has empowered him to empower us if you believe that then you've cried your last tear over not having what you need you go on in the inner sanctum and talk to God and start demonstrating that faith he will look out I don't care if it's a famine out there God's people are gonna eat whatever is going on and he's bringing down a world the believer the faithful the righteous he will bring you through so all right he told them well look if you had faith then you don't worry about your bread your 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 bread is out there your suit is out there your car is out there whatever you need is out there but where's your faith see he goes along with these trifling disciples poor man is in a little boat trying to get some rest and a storm comes up look like we're gonna die winds are fierce wake him up they woke him up and the first thing he said oh ye of little faith then Jesus calm the waters he made it easy for the ship to move on but he knew they could have done this themselves 
If only they had faith. Wow, man. What a message, man. So that's part one of the importance of faith. If you're in the comment section, well, not in the comment section, if you're on Zoom and you would like to share something that stood out to you, Go ahead and press one at this time. If you have something that stood out to you on the Zoom side, go ahead and press one at this time. Sister Randisha. Yes, sir. I found my legal family. So um, two things that stood out to me is two things that stood out to me is one is um. We have not because we act now, you know, um, due, due to going through certain things, certain health situations, I had to call on a guy, like, and yesterday, like, it was just so real for me. Like, I just felt like I was losing faith, right? And as Muslims would just say, oh, no, you're not supposed to lose faith, but this is just me being a human being, being 100% transparent. And I had to call on a guy yesterday, so my husband and my children and them came home, and they was like, look at the woods. And I was like, why are y'all so excited? Like, I had to call God because I had to know that someone was there to give me that sign that, you know, that everything will be okay. So those were just two things. And then when he was talking about the disciples, when he was talking about the disciples being trifling, you know, like we as a people, we are so trifling towards one another, how we treat each other, how we look at each other, and just how we just think that we're better than one another when we all have a unique gift. And and if we all use those unique gifts and bring them together, we could become so much powerful. So those were just the two things that stood out to me for now. Aslam Well, excellent. Man, the minister made a point about the God, and he said uh, in the beginning, speaking from his perspective, there is no one but me in the beginning, self-created. He said, I couldn't have faith in something else. I had to have faith in me, the God speaking. So many of us in our trip of darkness, if you will, many of us in our beginning stages, we all start that same way. We start off and oftentimes we don't have anybody that we can depend on. Of course, we can always depend on the God, but We don't have one that we can depend on. So you have to have faith in yourself. So that beginning process of willing something into existence from darkness, from the triple darkness, possibly of your mind, starts with having faith in yourself. Many of us, when we start something, we want to get the faith and the support of family members and, 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 and this and that. They may not be the ones there. To support you. So this has to be something that comes from within. You have to say B, not nobody from the outside. Nobody can say B for you. You have to say B and it is. You have to exercise your force and power in the beginning. Now you can eventually grow and you're going to attract help. Yes. But in the beginning, this is something that's really turning in your head. That spark. Uh, That atom, that spark or that thought is sparking in your mind. It's in here first before it's being manifested out. And then look at this. He said, God don't have to say that I prove something. The fact that we are here in his creation 
and had nothing to do with it. His manifestation is the proof and the evidence. So when we're striving to do something, when we're striving to bring something into existence, we don't have to worry about those who believe and those who don't believe. If I believe and I do what I need to do to bring it into existence, you will see it in a minute. Just hold, just be patient. You don't believe me now? Okay, you will see it in a minute through what I'm going to manifest. Through what I'm going to manifest, everybody isn't going to be a believer just because you saying be. As the minister even says, some of us, we got to see it. Yeah, that baby is going to be pulling and pulling and pulling on that breast and it haven't had none before and it's going to pull until. But as we get older, things happen to us. As we get older, we're, 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 we're not that little child anymore, anymore that has that belief. Some of us have lost even imagination. So some of us are from that Michigan show me state. Hey, you got to show me and I got to see something. And so um, that's that's how you do it. So if you got a business, you got a rap career, you got this product or whatever that people don't believe in. OK, well, manifest it. Show us and you will see that you will start to get support the more that you bring it and show it um, in, 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 into uh, reality. So <clears throat> many of many of us are like that with God. Show me this, God, if you just show me this oh, if you just get me out of this one, oh, I'm going to believe in you and, 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 and go back. Come on now. All of us done went through that stage, right? Oh, Lord, if you just, if you, if you give me a sign, turn my light off and make it turn back on. Boy, we done, boy, we are six and crazy stuff. Make my TV come on and go back on. Just show me a sign, Lord. That's us. You know, make my phone ring and ain't nobody really calling. Let, show me. And then he show us something. And you know that had to be the guy. Oh, Lord, that's. Okay, that that man, that that ain't never happened before. This us. But now show me one more thing. Give me, give me, show me one more. Make my door close or something. Come on, turn the air on. Just show me one more sign. Then another sign may come. And you say, damn, what well, is this interesting? Well, I mean, I need to be more noticeable. Get make it more vivid. Look, we just gonna keep. It, we, we ain't going to. And then we, we finally say, OK, I believe. I, I, OK, I, I get the sign now. We go. And what do we do? Stop. Revert right back to where we say we was going to stop doing. So this is this is with God. You don't think people are not going to be like that with you? <laughs> you crazy, man. We crazy. You think people going to be like that with us. And, and this is how we do to God. Who we say we believe in and oh he's the best and he's giving me life and and look at how we doing. So that stood out for me. Let's go to um uh uh brother brother Daniel. Yes, sir, great brother. That analogy is so true, it brings my mind to the Holy Quran wherein Allah says if he was to bring down the clouds powered up. As a sign, they would not believe. They would say, only our eyes delude us. Mm. So he's talking about us. When faith is not there, no matter what is shown, faith has to be exercised from the intrinsic value. That's right. Of what it is. And if we don't have it, I don't care what. We don't have it. What you were saying and what I was thinking on brings me to 
the uh, when the disciple asked Jesus, well, who can be saved? Who can be saved? And Jesus said, well, with man is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. I think about how those greatest tests of faith come with the self and how there are impediments and things we have within ourselves that we feel are our Goliath or they're insurmountable. And when I look at Cain, when the minister spoke about Cain, he made an offering. God rejected it for his own reason. Cain became upset. When we have issues within self, we do something about it. It may not be exactly what Allah wants from us. And when our offer is rejected, meaning that impediment is not cured, and we still suffering from the same issues and degradation, whatever it be, relationships, money, whatever the trial may be, we can get upset. We're not bold enough to really get upset with the God. We get mad with ourselves, but let's be honest. God is within self. Mm. So in truth, whether we do it indirectly or indirectly, somehow we blaming God because we know he's the ultimate cause of all causes. So I look at that in my own personal trials this morning and I say, okay, I make an offering and it don't work. Anger does lie there, but then also seeing life at the door. And most of the time when I'm doing something stupid, it's because I don't got angry. Did something beneath what I should be doing. Now I got to suffer the impediment and the improper conduct from the impediment because God didn't accept my offer. I got to be more like Abel. Abel offered a sheep. It was pretty simple, but God accepted it. I got to be the same way, and I realize that this is something that I have to take on all the time. I got to take on the spirit of Abel. This ain't no one-time thing here. I got to take on that spirit until I cure those things that's giving me a lot of hell, and it's only through faith. And I'll close with this. God said, what's the matter with you that you hope not for greatness from Allah? So when I get to the point where I'm like, oh, God, I can't do it, oh, then I'm acting in despair. Now, now I don't believe that God can cure my problems. No, no, that's my problem, not his. So I got to stop behaving in such a manner where I feel that I got to take a suicidal or self-destructive path because I feel short. I got to have faith that I can overcome this and obey the law of God and do that which was brings about success. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. And yeah, family. It's Missouri is the show me state. Missouri. It may they may be it may be in Michigan too now. Because you, you the God, watch this. The God had to come door to door in Detroit. He didn't just he didn't just speak up. He had to show up to the door. So he he must have knew something. They have to see me. No, no. <laughs> no, but it's Missouri. Missouri is the show we said, okay? All right. Let's go to uh, Sister Dr. Kenyatta. Kenya, or maybe I said it wrong. Let me see. Ken, yeah, Kenyatta. You still here? She may be gone. Don't look. I don't see her name no more. <laughs> yeah, he knew. I, he, he knew they had to see him, touch him, come sit down and eat with me, come into my home. Yeah, show me some of these silks. He knew. 
<laughs> All right, anybody else? Okay, let me see what I got on mine. Y'all, y'all a little afraid today. Maybe y'all had good. Maybe y'all already got good faith, and y'all, y'all ain't got nothing. Y'all didn't take no notes on faith. Maybe y'all good. Okay, let me let me see if I can find something else. So another one on mine. It says, if God will permit the world's savior to go through that, and you say you are one of his followers, then why can't you bear your burden? Yeah, I already did, Sister uh, Ran, uh, Sister Randisha, I thought. Didn't she speak? Yeah, she went. She, she spoke. Yeah, why can't you bear your burden? You were, And then he was saying when you wasn't there when he was being persecuted. That's a good point, ain't it? Man, if, 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 this is, if this is my spiritual son who I am bringing into the world to save the world, not this world, the world, and I'm allowing and permitting him to sacrifice, him to be persecuted, him to be lied on, him to, you see, and you expect because you do these little things like you pray, you're giving charity, you're doing this, you're doing that, that you're expecting nothing wrong or no trial to come upon you. Mm-mm. No, you got your you got your head on wrong. Yeah, you got your head on wrong, man. You have to. In fact, it says that you will be persecuted, lied on for for his namesake. So as I was saying the other day. If we are not going through some type of trial like that, we may need to check, am I following correctly? You, we may need to check if how close I'm following him. Now, we all got a gap, you know, so I'm not saying, you know, we all got some type of gap. We all somewhere. But we should be persecuted. We should be lied on. We should be all these things evil spoken of. For his namesake, like you say, if we representing him. But if we're not representing him, then yeah, we're gonna stay safe. We're gonna stay cool. Yeah, we 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 safe. Ain't nobody bothering us. Don't nobody know us. I'm staying behind the scenes. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do me. Make sure I do my prayers. I'm going to the mass. Okay. Let me tell you what my student minister said. He said, uh, Brother Malik said, you go to the mass, you paying your charity. You're their own study group. You're there at post. And he said, if that's all you do, he said, this is what Satan doing. That's my nigga. Oh, yes, sir. That's my nigga. Go ahead. Go to the mobs. Ooh, go to them study groups. Ooh. Go ahead, brother. Sit in there and learn and read. Y'all may be saying, now, why would he say something like that? Well, here's the context. If we're going, doing that, but we're not doing anything to destroy his world. We're not doing anything to oppose his world. We're not doing anything to oppose his mind. Uh, his, his, his hold on the 85%. We ain't bothering him. So, when we think we're doing a work by just going alone, now that's a part of it. Now, don't use this as no excuse because, you know, and the minister said the best was his best followers is in the street. That does not mean lead a mosque. He was talking about something. That does not mean or if you leave, you best one now. That ain't what that means. So don't try to use that. OK, but if all we doing is going, 
learning and we sitting up in there, but we're not coming out with that knowledge to build something to 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 build the kingdom of heaven on earth to destroy his world. He ain't tripping. He wants you to keep thinking that you're doing something by just going. He wants you to think you're doing something by just attending. He wants you to think you're doing something by just reading because you ain't bothering me by doing that. How do you affect my world by doing that? But when you begin to spread it, when you begin to impact others, when you begin to put that word in others, when you begin to build institutions, all oh, that oppose what I'm teaching now. Yeah. Now you, 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 you barking up my tree. Now you, now you, you, you in that process of when it says respite me until the day that they are raised. Now you're building institutions that's going to raise them. Now you're building things that's going to raise them by the thousands. Uh oh, now I got to put my eye on you. Now, now I got to start seeing where I can get you at. So that's where that process starts. So hopefully that inspires somebody. Hopefully this gets somebody. I know it's, it's a simple, but man, when I heard that for the first time, I said, damn, I never thought about it like that. Woo. You going to the church and you saying, Ooh, I'm, I'm saved. Ooh, I'm, Ooh, I'm, you going to the mosque. Law walk by. You think you doing good. You, you attendance looking good. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, a, I'm in there. I know my prayers. I'm a, how do you to live? Yeah, that's good for you. That's pretty, that's pretty good, brother. Yeah, you was a Negro. Now you cleaning yourself up. But now you got a work that you've come into. This brothers and sisters. This ain't just no FOI. I got to go out there and get. No, the sisters got a mission too. So if all we doing is going and attending, but we're not going to build anything. And remember, most important thing we can build is the black man and woman. So don't think, well, I ain't got no school and I ain't got this. That's okay. You, you got to learn it and learn how to do all that. But the best thing we can build is the black man and woman. Because once we build that black man and woman up, shoot, we don't know what God got in them to where they'll be the one to go build something. As an example, there was a brother. I'm only sharing this publicly because he shared it publicly. But Brother King Randall, some of y'all may know him, right? Brother King Randall has something called the X for Boys, right? The X for Boys. He mentors young men and women. He always says, man, I, I, man, I started to blow this thing up after joining the digital real estate program. Brother Ben showed me how to take this and put this online. And when we put this online, this thing blew up. He's getting support. They got their own school now. Well, they somebody came and vandalized it, but, you know, whoever did that. But they had their own school. I was in the school. I mean, big old school, man. I mean, he's doing it. But he always says, hey, man, I shoot. When I came into that digital real estate program, he showed me how to take this online. Man, this thing blew up. Now, I ain't necessarily the one who got the... The school per se, but I, man, I was a part of the process. All praise is due to Allah, you know? So that's one of the things that stood out for me, man. Go, go, go build somebody because you never know what you're going to spark in somebody else where they'll be the ones to go build it. And Allah wastes no reward of any worker, okay? Let's go to, uh, let's go to Sister Dr. Kenyatta. Let's try again. Going once. Uh, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Sorry, I got disconnected. Anyway, sorry. Uh, As-salamu alaykum. So, um, a couple points that stood out to me. Everyone can hear me, right? Because I'm in the car. Yes, ma'am, we can hear you. Everyone hear me? Okay, great. Um, A couple things that stood out to me, and I know it's probably been mentioned already, is just talking about um, demonstrating faith. And I know for me, like, I've been 
tried. Uh, I'm being like, I seem like I keep getting tried day after day, month after month, year after year. I promise you, it just seems like, whoa, I keep getting tried. But I guess the thing that I'm, I, I, I try to, I'm looking at and as I'm just kind of looking at my situation and the things that I've been going through and just things that like even my whole family has been going through. Cause I've actually, I, I mean, yesterday I got hit with something again and I'm like, good, oh my goodness, like how much more can I take is saying you have faith by mouth, but yet in your heart, you really, it, it, you really doubt it. So I may say out loud, like, okay, we got to have faith. And, you know, I say to my children, because, you know, they're being tried just as much as I'm being tried, you know. And, um, you know, we say we have faith, you know, like, or we'll speak it like, okay, we have to have faith. We have to trust in our lie. You know, our lie is in control. Our lie knows what's best. You know, we just have to, but demonstrating it, demonstrating it and saying it is different. And I said, myself like that's the one thing I have to continue working on is really demonstrate I had to even say to my daughter you know you know it's easy to when you're going through something and you're being tried to just like stop moving you know you know fear and doubt those things are paralyzing you know and um so like I always tell her and I even tell myself because I you know I use my life everything that I go through in life I use that as a way to teach and show my children so <laughs> had anything from them I show them so they can see you know like I told her um you know we have to keep moving as difficult as it may be and even though we can't see and it seems like it you know it just seems like you don't see any light it seems like oh man it's one thing after another after another your faith is not just about what you say it's about what you do so through the difficulties you just have to keep um you have to keep moving and I think someone said before um when you start fearing or you get you get doubtful or you you're confused or you're or you're you're you know when you experience all those feelings work keep working keep working so that's just one of the things that stood out for me again but you know I'm still a work in progress so I have to I have to keep doing it and keep working and every time they come right on time so um thank you thank you again for letting me speak yes ma'am <clears throat> Thank you for sharing. Sister Yasina. Assalamualaikum. Alaikum. Forgive me for not coming on camera. Uh, one of the things that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that stood out to me was uh, he said, faith is a substance in a spiritual realm, not yet manifest. But if you have faith, then that which you desire, the substance is the hope that what you want, the vision that you see, you will be able to bring it into existence. Faith is not for kings and rulers and powerful people alone. Faith is a gift from God to every human being. And it reminded me of the law of, of least resistance. Because in the law of, of least resistance, there has to be faith that whatever we want, whatever we desire, that there are, that, that in the spiritual realm, there are forces by Allah's permission that are working on our behalf. And the only thing that we have to do is be positive, even when it's, even when it's not so good. If we focus on the negative, then all we'll see is the negative. But if we focus on the positive, knowing that Allah 
has our back, knowing that he's already put things into place to help us, to guide us, to get to where we need, then that's where that faith comes in and that doubt disappears. Because when we go to bed at night, when we're asleep, when we fall into a deep sleep, we have no doubts. It's when we wake up in the morning and we start thinking about the day and our minds traveling an average of 24 billion miles per second, then everything that we think about that we want to do of good, we know that there's an opposing force within self, not outside of self first, because it's just you and God, me and God, but it's an opposing force within ourselves that's going to say, man, you can't do that. So we have to be get in the frame and it's not easy, but it takes practical application to get in the mindset to where we say, yes, I can, because there's a God who's already showed me how strong my faith is in the beginning when I before I was a speck in my mother's womb I had faith and when I was in my mother's womb I had faith I had no doubt that that food that she was eating was gonna give me nourishment I didn't know where it came from but I had faith that I would get fed and the minister mentioned after that mother has that baby that baby looking for its substance it knows how it slides down and, and it gets to that mother's breast and it pulls that milk out. It has faith that inside that mother, there is a whole manufacturing operation that's already set up by God to feed it. So it has no doubt that, it's, that it will get fed. So that's what we have to have. We have to have that kind of faith, knowing that there's a whole vortex that if we step into it, that we have endless possibilities of getting to where we desire to go by Allah's permission. And the last thing was when you said, when you were talking about Jesus, there, there's a song, a, a gospel song that says, were you there when they crucified my Lord? We're here now watching in this realm. We weren't there when Jesus of 2000 years ago, gave himself up but we're here and we're and we are witnessing the crucifixion of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and if we just look at him and follow him and study his history and study how with everything that's come against him that he is still walking in faith he's a testament that us the lazy disciples if we just get up and pull on our own faith then we can help him more. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. Brother Daniel 6X. Yes, sir. Um, I definitely wasn't trying to dominate, but just waiting for some hands to come up. Um, looking at our sister's comments, I was thinking about faith and how, and what you said, Brother Ben, it reminds me of what the minister said about, you know, when he did Fear, Faith, and Truth, he said, what do you want? And he said, get a job. He said, oh, that's punk stuff. You know, we don't need faith to get up and walk. We don't need faith to put in applications for a job. This is kind of simplistic in view. We really need faith to do something that requires a calling on a God, and we don't believe that we can do it on our own merits. We don't believe that we have what it takes to really get it done. It makes me think about how disobedience to Allah ruins faith because if I really trusted in Allah and have faith in Allah, then I would know that my success is tied to obedience 
to those simple things. So in one sense, I can't say I got faith that I'm going to achieve this big thing over here. But then at the same time, I'm being disobedient to some of those simple things that intrinsically I know would be bring me security and uh, success. So I'm looking at faith on a real deep level and I'm seeing how the fabric of faith is eroded by my conduct, my behavior, how I think, and my relationship to he who I should have faith in, which is Allah. And then looking at his greatest example, Jesus, Jesus was submissive. Whatever the father asked, he said, not my will, but thy will. So there lies the establishment of the fabric of faith because he got to the point where he didn't quite understand where this thing was going. And he said, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? And the minister said, I hope those words are not in my mouth. But those words are in my mouth constantly with different situations that come up in my life. I'm asking, oh, Allah, why has thou forsaken me? So I know that I have to submit before the fabric of faith can be rewarded. <clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, up next, we got Brother Samuel. Yes, sir. Can you hear me on the earphone? Yes, sir. We can hear you. Okay. Yes. The, the lecture made me think of the part he was talking about faith when he was talking about how babies have it. You know, babies call on, pull on the breast, and, and they are rewarded with milk. Babies just have unshakable faith. They do more learning, they do more moving, and everything. But the question becomes how we lose it, you know. Um, and I was thinking about a movie I saw, I think it was on Netflix, called The Law of Attraction. It talks about how we attract things to us based on our thinking. And um, I said, so, but somehow, here the people of God have lost our faith. And I thought about, you know, uh, the uh, Bob Marley song, Kill Them Before They Grow, you know, Kill Them While They're Babies. I think about Willie Lynch. And train the mother, you know, we pray our children, don't do this, don't do this. So we're training our children what they shouldn't do, not what they can do, not making the environment safe so they can just explore, right, and learn and grow. We actually doing the killing of their mind. So when we get older, the mind is killed. I also thought about English lesson C1. You know, he can't talk his own language. Well, what's our language? The language of God. What's the language of God? Mathematics, right? But the way we're taught it, we're taught it in a way whereas we we come up with reasons why we can't do something and therefore we have become good at that and we actually shut ourselves down instead of finding a reason why we can do something. You know, because the devil, it says the devil put fear in them while we was a little boy. So when we're little, that's where the killing goes. And I think the reverse of that is what you had earlier, how to give birth to a God. We got to give rebirth to our people and rebirth to our thinking and rebirth to the laws of attraction so we can rise back up on our faith and be ourselves. That's what I get from Yes, sir. Brother Rashad? You on mute? <clears throat> you can hear me? Yep. How everybody doing? I'm pretty um, good. It was, um, I think the analogy that the minister used 
hit it right on the button as it pertains to when he was talking about forming and how um, we um we were run from it because when you get to really operating in faith, you're in operating it with God, you'll understand that me operating in this is far beyond what I'm doing personally. It's for it's gonna be for the benefit of people coming behind me if we truly operating in it because in our actuality, faith is the um, faith is the operating tools tools of what this world is built on. When I when God spoke the world into existence, He used faith, like knowing, and we say we share we share that same attribute. But if we was truly operating in that brother Ben, we would change the world overnight. We would change it overnight, brother Ben. Faith is a scary thing. It's um, it, it's your weapon against the enemy. It's our supernatural ability. When we say we are gods. That's our that's our God power, our mouth. When we speak, we have to know what we're saying. We have to we have to say it and knowing to 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 what we command it to be. These are the operating tools of a God. Mm. So we shouldn't dumb down faith or minimize faith. Faith is the faith is our weapon against the enemy. Yeah, that's our armament. If we don't if we don't have that, it's impossible to please God. And I, I I reached out to you earlier because I waver in my it's not so much of me wavering in the faith. It just when you, when you're operating in faith, you're going to face the real enemy. Because faith is the only thing that alters Satan world. And um, that's all I had to say, man. I just man. That's an amazing um, topic you brought up this morning. Uh, I appreciate it, brother, man. Praise be to Allah. Man, that's interesting. He said, faith is our weapon against the enemy. He made me remember that the minister said that, uh, and, and believers, correct me if I'm wrong, David had the, what was it, the five stones that he used against Goliath? But he said it really only took one. And that one was belief. Belief. Many of us are <clears throat> our our things in our lives that look like mountains really aren't as powerful or stones. What I say, what I said. <laughs> what I say, five okay, five smooth stones. What did I say? Bricks. <laughs> five <laughs> smooth stones. And he said that one was belief. Many of us just lack the belief. The power is already within us. We, 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 he shared his power with us already, but if we don't believe it, we won't exercise it, which is why it says in John 14, 12, those who believe will do the work that I'm doing. And so I, I came up with this and I came up with this example one time. <clears throat> you can't say you believe if you're not doing Right. Or at least striving to do it. Because if I'm in a race and I'm running. In the beginning, I'm running fast because I believe I can beat him. 
But if he gets out there in front of me and I know I'm going as fast as I can, the moment I oh boy, I don't believe I'm going to win this. You you start to slow down a little bit. Ah man, he got me. Ah, so belief is so so powerful because if you lack, if if the enemy could get us to lack belief, they could get us to lack action. If I can destroy your faith, if I can destroy your belief in yourself, your belief in this organization, your belief in this person, your belief in whatever, I can I can damn near control your action, which is why we just we just heard the minister in the crucifixion of Michael Jackson talk about they want to destroy the man's character. They want to destroy the reputation so you no longer have faith in him so that the idea which is good that's coming from him, you don't take action on the idea which is good because you lost faith in the human, the human being as a whole. So faith is powerful, man. If they can, if they can shoot, get you not to believe in something, they can, they can damn, they control your whole life. They can control how you moving, you know? So look at it. We want, look at our belief. <clears throat> it was a belief change that got us to stop eating pork. It wasn't because it wasn't good no more. I'm, I'll be the first one to say it. Boy, that pig in a blanket with that jelly was good. Oh, I'm not y'all. Y'all can act like y'all didn't like it all you want to. But you get that pig in a blanket. It got that croissant that's cooked right, and you and you swirled it around in that jelly. Oh, that was that pig in the blanket was a bre- when you get that 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 breakfast sausage. That had that blueberry in there, that 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 hot that corn not corny dog, but that but that pancake on the stick, and you put that syrup in there, and you get to yeah that was good man, shoot boy, you get that sizzling bacon, and I'm gonna say something I know y'all listen I used to eat I used to eat them chillings with hot sauce, yep the first of the year Thanksgiving yeah mama had them had them chillings. With them black eyed peas, and you put that barbecue, I mean, not that barbecue sauce, that hot sauce on there. Yeah. Oh, man. So I didn't stop eating it because it wasn't good, boy. I ate it because there was a belief change. Oh, uh, I, I came into a new belief, and that, that new belief changed my actions. So belief is <laughs> faith and belief <laughs> is a powerful thing. Look at all y'all. Y'all ain't commenting now. Yeah, all, I, somebody in there bearing with you just don't want to put it in the comment section. Listen, you ain't going to get 90 days if you bear with that you used to. <laughs> Let's go to Brother Horace. <laughs> Woo. Brother Horace. Salam alaikum. Alaikum salam. Man, I just, Salam alaikum fam. I just wanted to say, you know, as, as from speaking from experience that faith and coming from an Islamic family, that faith thing is 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 a real deal because I, I brother Ben, I was one of those, I used to be like a lot. You know, I know my mom a Muslim, my dad a Muslim. But man, if you could just make my call work, you know, I'm gonna believe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> For real. And uh but some of those a lot of time a lot gave me signs to strengthen my faith, but it weak it me being so re- so rebellious at the time, it weakened me to the point to where soon as a lot do something for me, I'd be like, all right, cool. But I'm gonna do what I won't do. And it th- and wasn't taking heed to, you know, man, a lot, you know, got my car gone, got me out of jail, until that until there was signs like they say in uh 
in the Quran, Surah al Mukminum, oh, you who believe the believers. I wasn't believing. I had faith, but I wasn't believing in my faith mm. until until Allah set me down for nine years, eight months, incarcerated. And that changed my whole, because I was like, man, I was sitting in jail with all that time to think them nine years, eight months. I was like, man, Allah gave me the, he told me what to do, but then I went and did that. So I'm just saying, you got to watch it, because a lot of times we'll have faith, but we won't be believing in our faith. We got to believe in that faith as well. Salaamu Alaikum. Mm. Man, he done took us on another layer. Wow, you got to have faith, then have belief in the faith. Woo! That's deep, Brother Horace. Let's go to um, who we got up next. I got to keep scrolling up. If you can put it back in there, Sister Randisha, I got it so I won't keep scrolling up. Brother Eric. Assalamu alaikum. Well, All right, I appreciate uh being here again. Once again, you've done it. Another great, great, great point from the minister. Man, I appreciate this. Um what I got from it was when he talked about how the the moment that that he had that the minister, Louis Ferron, had cancer. And when he had cancer, he was like, watching this, that was so powerful because it's one thing to, to walk with faith and everything, but things are going good. But when the moment stuff goes bad, it's like, why me? Why? Man, why this got to happen to me? You know, I think about myself in that. So it's like, when it go bad, he said, why I shouldn't have gotten a cancer? He said, but, you know, he said, look at Jesus. He, he did all this suffering. Uh, he made a mention. I didn't get an opportunity to write it down, but he made mention about Jesus being suffering. You know, he like represents suffering. So Jesus was like all the way suffering as an example. So we could use, you know, so of course it could happen to any of us. Anything can happen. Why wouldn't it happen? You know, why would I now I know what they're going through, you know, this this type of suffering. So we just learning for each phase. And to be that strong, you know, I hadn't quite gone to that yet. But, you know, when I'm still learning and as I go through things, you know, I'm trying to build my strength. But my goodness, it, it, that's just just amazing. That's all I had to say, family. I appreciate it. <laughs> As-salamu Have a blacktastic day. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Your word. Yes, sir. You know, uh, that's a great point you bring up, man. You know, we say we want to be in this mission. And you want to help a people. So he permits you to go through some of the things so that you can feel and relate and understand what your people are going through so that you can really bring them on up. It says that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was in the junk pile. He was cleaned up and then put back on top. But he was in the condition as well. He was raised from the dead. And. That eliminates our excuse to be able to say, well, the Jesus, I can't relate because, you know, I, I didn't grow up like, no, nah, he's right here from the, uh, America, just like you, from the same condition that you was in. So he is an example of what the God can raise up and make. So that's, that's man, that's something, man, because we ask God to allow us to be a 
to, to, to be a redeemer and to be a savior, as it says that we are. But what do we have to do to prepare for that? Let's think about this for a minute. Oh, man, I got, I just, I done, I'm going to go back to my D1. When I was playing basketball, D1, man, that workout was a different type of workout. You working out multiple times a day. The, 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 you got to get in the ice bath to, 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 to heal your body quicker. There are certain things because now, son, you're on a different type of level. So your preparation has to be different than what it was when you was in middle school. Your preparation has to be a slightly different than what you was in middle school. Now, you know, we got to go through this pain to be a, 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 a athlete. Oh, you're running miles. You're man, we man, they had us run up the bleachers, hopping up the bleachers on one leg, hopping down on one leg, doing suicides back and forth, to and fro, right? Because you gotta be prepared for the game. Now, the honorable Elijah Muhammad is saying that this is the hardest job given to man. What preparation are you gonna have to go through to really be an MVP in this game? Think about it, man. What preparation am I going to have to go through when I say I want to pull my brother up from the mud? Ah, oh, we want to get the gangbanger. Ah, oh, we want to get the prostitute. Ah, oh, we want to get the killers. Oh, we want to get all. He said he's going to get not some. Did he say some of them? Hey, man, we're going to get all of our people. You're going to get all of my people. Don't oblige Muhammad is saying. And if we are his helper, he's not going to get him literally by himself. We have to be helpers in this mission. The 85 percent are easily led in the wrong direction. Poison animal eaters made dumb, deaf and blind by this 10 percent. Man, what preparation are we going to have to have to deal with this type of stuff? This ain't going to be nothing that we learned in the white man's school how to deal with this. Oh, man, we got to come be reformed. Oh, man, we got to be brainwashed. Yep, I said it, brainwashed. Because our minds need to be washed. It needs to be clean. It needs to be renewed to come deal with the type of people, the patience that you got to have. What do you got to go through? What type of patience you got to have to deal with somebody when you come into the door? You know they obese. Dude, dude, you they open the door, screen though. I'm talking about, you know they obese. And you know every Final Call newspaper got something called how to eat to live in there that could help them out. And then they shut the door and say, nigga, get out of my goddamn, uh, I don't want no goddamn paper. Just keeping it real. Y'all know what we go through. It's really a little bit more vulgar than that. Y'all know what we got to go through? Imagine that. What do you, what you, what you, what do you got to experience to, to, to be prepared for that? Oh, you can't just throw some, throw, throw little Johnny up in there. Damn, I went that way. He cuss me out. We coming to give him a good word. That's helping him. Yeah, you gonna you gotta deal with that. I done heard a brother saying, man, we on the corner. Brother pull out the pull out a gun, man, pointed at us. Man, I had to, yeah, I had to defuse the situation. Man, I he just he just mad. So what preparation do we do? He has to permit us to go through to be able to save a people. Because again, this ain't just about us. This is really about us being vessels of God. So this ain't just about, well, what I don't been through and what I don't experience. I'm going through something because I got, he's, he's shaping me in a specific type of way to be able to deal with a particular type of person, maybe. So what I'm going through, it ain't got nothing to do with my pain. 
This is about the salvation that's going to come maybe 30 years from now, 20 years from now, 10 years from now, because of what I suffered and was being prepared to do something in the future that I don't even know about. But he done ordered my steps. So everything that we're going through, if we believe that Allah is at the center of everything, we got to be being prepared for something. So, yeah, man, that's a great point, man. We say we want to do this and we say we want, everything that we want to do has a difficulty factor attached to it. You want to buy you a home? Well, you, you better get you a lot of money or you better fix your credit. Okay, now you got to fix your credit. Man, that's a difficulty. I got to be disciplined. I got to have this in order. You want to get married? Oh, boy, that's a difficulty factor. See? You want to you get your first car? That may be a difficulty factor. You want to build a business? Oh, that's a difficulty factor. Everything has a difficulty factor attached to it and some type of training that you have to go through to be prepared for it. What training do we have to raise our people up from the dead? Come on now. You can't go get that at, at Harvard. Oh, boy, you can't go get that at Duke. You can't go get that at Texas University. Oh, you got to come into the classroom of God to be able to resurrect the people. And that's, man, hey, let me get off the roster. Let me get off this roster. Boy, you stuff you deal with, boy, you just be dealing with it. Boy, people cuss you out. They do all kind of stuff to you. Let's go to Brother Malik, uh, or Brother Malik. I don't know which pr uh, pronunciation you have. Which one is it, Malik or Malik? Assalamu alaikum. Malik Salam. Uh, Malik. Malik, yes, sir. I was trying to come off uh, my camera, but it say the host got me uh, blocked where I can't come off. Well, I don't know. That ain't me. Okay. But um, this this uh, make me think about how the uh, minister was breaking down uh, the process of Allah coming into being when he was uh, self-creating. And he brought up the fact that through the, the pain and the, the process and the struggle, he said one of the first um, attributes that Allah had to develop was patience, sabr. And in anything that we're trying to do, whether it come to trying to uh, reach the lost found, reach the gang banging a prostitute, or even our own personal process in trying to achieve or accomplish something, if we don't got patience, we're not going to be able to do none of the above. None of the above. Because it's um having patience that basically strengthen you to stick and keep on and keep on and keep on going no matter how uh, negative or how much opposition you might uh, face and trying to accomplish something or, or do what you're trying to do. So I believe um, patience is one of the main keys that we got to have. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. And then we got uh, Brother Rashad. Boy, that mute button will turn you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just it was weighing on my spirit how you how you talking, man. You know you be getting me fired up, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just wanted to piggyback off the minister with some old man about the deforming thing. 
and you know, and the, the biblical, the biblical instructions for us as men are, we are farmers and we are warriors. Those are our two assignments as men from the Bible. We farmers and we warriors. So faith, faith is the actual process of believing. So I'm saying it, believing and waiting on it. Now we were just talking about patience in that process of the patience. The enemy comes along and try to sow to mess up your to mess up your harvest. So faith is a thing of holding on because when you say when you say it, Satan go immediately come because these are the operating tools of the kingdom. The, these are the operating tools of the kingdom. Faith. These are the operating tools of the kingdom. So when you start operating in faith. You have to already be on a level or where you believe in already or it's, you'll never even see faith. Faith won't work for you if you don't even have belief. Uh, but I just wanted to. To get on, um, get a clear understanding of what I was trying to say about. Operating in faith, brother, Ben, because. It's a um, I was reading Matthew 8, 18, 22 the other day, and it was talking about. Um, large crowds start to gather around Christ and he said, let me cross the other side. He wanted to get away from the crowd because he was saying that they wasn't going to follow him. And it had to do with faith because once he made it to the other the other side of the river, he started to tell the other disciples. He would say, oh, a fox, a fox has a hole and a bird has a nest, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Mm. So we. The way that we program in this world is, okay, I'll do this for God if I got this. If I got a house, I'll do this for God. We 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 try to make deals for God and, instead of just walking. So when we operate in this faith thing, brother Ben, it's gonna um, it's gonna weed out the, the the sheep from the goats. Because like Christ, when Christ seen everybody gathering, he said, "Let me go, let me go and cross to the other side because everybody not gonna follow this." Because the son of man don't got nowhere to lay his head. So you can't operate in faith and have a vain heart. Mm. You gotta you gotta detach from this world and just know that this level of, of way of thinking is a supernatural thing. It's not of this world. It's not it doesn't go with um no finances or uh, education. Operating in faith make you look crazy, man. Right. Yeah, you it makes you look crazy because I don't go with this world. And um it's a supernatural thing. That's why I said if we actually doing it for real, we'll change the world overnight. That's what I know. I know this. That's how powerful faith is. Faith out faith alters matter. Mm. Faith is faith is the, the actual tools that God uses to alter matter. When you hold on in your belief. That's God wraps around it and ultimatum. That's why it took a it took a day when he cursed the fig tree. It didn't happen then, but by Jesus holding on and believing, the next day the fig tree died. So when we release our faith, we just gotta believe and it's gonna it's gonna come. It's gonna come regardless. You know I'm doing that, Ben. You know I'm you know that's how I'm operating. That's how I'm rocking. <laughs> that's how I'm rocking, brother. But I be needing, I be needing my brother still to edify me and um speaking to me because when you operate in these tools, 
the enemy attacking, attacking you at the highest level. And it get discouraging sometimes. So I just be reaching out to you for edification and, and just, just tell them, keep going, brother. Shaw, you're doing good. That's all I'll be looking for, bro. That's yeah. all I'll be looking for. Yeah, gone. Gone. You doing good eating that little sausage over there? I see you boy going in there. <laughs> no, no, that, that's turkey sausage. That's turkey sausage, bro, man. That's turkey sausage now. That's turkey sausage. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you for sharing, <laughs> brother, brother Kia. <laughs> brother Kia. Brother Keon, you still there? Doing once, going twice. All right, let's go to uh, uh, Brother Daniel. Well, I'm like, brother. Oh, there you, you go. Me, there you go. There you go. Hold on. There we go. Uh, okay. I, I was uh, thinking about the minister said with uh, Dalton Thomas. And uh, he was saying that, you know, uh, so, you know, faith is the substance of all things hoped for. You know, he was saying we... No, I'm back, I'm back with what you were saying, how we doubt every time he give us a sign. And you know, the, the, the scriptures, you know, the, the, uh, Jesus, like Muhammad said, Jesus is a sign. Every time you look at the black man, you're looking at, you're looking at God. You know, Jesus said, I am God in, in the scriptures. You know, so we uh, look at, say, things like uh, every black man, like, say, the greatest, like brother was saying, uh, Muhammad Ali. Every, you notice how every M, M word, M name, they, they notice the greatest of them are all uh, names that start with M, like Muhammad Ali, the greatest boxer, or Mike Tyson, or Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. And uh, we look at, say, things that show us signs, and we, we always fall back off, but it's everywhere you look, like, like uh, say, with the pyramids. Elijah Muhammad said, say the pyramids, the truth on the pyramids. They say that they they couldn't be uh, built by, you know, this civilization. But if we, uh, they say that uh, they built under certain stars and you got to destroy those stars to destroy those pyramids. If you look at what the devil's been doing in this civilization, he wanted to hide that truth. But if he could have that truth, he would have been destroyed the pyramids if he could, but they can't be destroyed. So that's a sign of things that we need to keep adding to our faith. Yes, sir. Long life. Lake Salam. Thank you for sharing. Then we're going to close out with Brother Daniel 6X. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll be quick, but I know this is my third time around. Um, I'm thinking about when the minister did the message call. Don't say you believe, but say you submit because faith has not entered into your heart. This is in the Holy Quran where Allah says himself, don't say you believe, but say you submit because faith has not entered into the heart. And it makes me think about the supreme wisdom where Allah says, submit or I will not let you have any peace until you submit to Allah and his apostles. So it says to me, as in karate, when you dealing with a master, he puts certain locks on you. You don't submit because you believe. You submit because they're paying. If you don't submit, you're going to get your wrist broke. So to me, it seems that submission comes before faith and belief. Until we submit to those things that we have to submit to, 
we cannot grow in faith and we certainly won't grow in belief. Praise be to Allah. <clears throat> and to uh, Antoine, yes, this is live. We live every morning, uh, Monday through Friday. And if not, you'll get an update inside of the app. Uh, we probably won't be doing this on Friday, family, because uh, I will be traveling to Atlanta. I have an event out there in Atlanta. <clears throat> and uh, if you guys are interested to attending the event, let me get the website. The website is uh, the website is rock Rockefeller mastermind.com Rockefeller mastermind.com so rock e feller mastermind.com is going to be in Dallas from the first through the third so if you're in the Atlanta area and you want to come check out that event it's going to be a nice event a lot of powerful speakers are going to be there uh, and I'm going to be speaking of course on digital real estate so if you guys are interested come check it out but uh so we are our part two tomorrow will be the last day of this particular week and that update I want to do Friday, hopefully, again, y'all go inside the Power Call community app, www.thepowercall.net. I put the document, the Google Doc of, of, of the first in-person event that we want to do. I put the structure of it, as sister Yasina asked for, on the home page. So go to home and then just scroll down and put y'all comments and ideas that y'all want to add on to it or suggestions in that. And then probably on Monday, because I thought it was going to be Friday, but I forgot I was going out of town. On Monday, we can regroup and kind of solidify what we officially going to do. All right. So thank you all for listening this morning. Thank everybody for giving y'all feedback. And I'll see you guys, inshallah, next week. Assalamu alaikum. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister.